Hey, friends, and welcome to an all-new episode of Her Feel Consciousness. Uh, my name is Laura Bender, uh, and I'm with my vinyasa practice, obviously. So uh, today's guest is Chris Pallord. He's a Los Angeles-based conscious performance coach, consultant, speaker, and mind-body instructor with over 20 years of experience. So we have a great conversation about how the coaching has worked over the pandemic over this last year. Um, so Chris has traveled both nationally and internationally speaking, educating on the physical, mental, and emotional aspects of wellness and life. So I hope you guys enjoy the conversation and I'll check in with you on the other side. Hello, Chris. Welcome to Heartfelt Consciousness. Uh, welcome to the podcast. So how are you today? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me. Yes. Awesome. So I was wondering if you mind telling the listeners a little bit about yourself um, and mm -hmm. just kind of about your transition that's from the fitness industry to performance coaching and actually what that is right. specifically. Right. Yeah. No. So um, I am a, a coach. I work with individuals, companies, um, teams, organizations to really kind of just connect them to their why, you know, get them to perform at their very best in all areas of their life. And, you know, doing that, maybe it's disrupting an old pattern, a way of an old habit that they had, um, getting them to move different, looking at all areas of their life, as opposed to just one, if that's professional, they look to up that, well, what are you doing physically? Are you, what are you doing spiritually? How, how's your you know, relationship with finances, you know, all of that, which we get a, a chance to dive into. Um, being in the fitness industry prior to this, you know, I was able to, you know, work with people, getting them to achieve their fitness goals, uh, race, races, triathlons, so on and so forth. Um, cycling, I was coach for that. So the transition came when one of my clients asked me to go work with one of their, one of his sales teams. And I did that. And we were able to present a lot of the materials that I already had from the fitness industry on how to make yourself the best instructor, teacher, whatever it was. And I took a lot of those principles and applied them to how they're, how they are in this on as a salesman, a salesperson. And in, and then I worked with them one-on-one -on -one and just got them to form new habits and create new goals and connect to their own why. And slowly but surely, they all just started up in their sales. And they had a, within three months, we get a 30% increase in sales um, and the highest revenue that the, that the company has ever seen in 28 years wow. without even talking about money once. Wow. So it was about just lifestyle. It was about performing better. It was about being a little happier, coming from the right brain as opposed to the left brain and that survival mode coming into more of what is it you want? Let's get clear on why you're here and let's connect to the things you love to do. Let's put boundaries up with, uh, around things that you're not doing anymore. And let's get you to, to eat and, and exercise so that that supports everything that you're doing and everything that you are. So, so that's how it started. Once that happened, I was like, I'm going in this direction and working with people. It was just like, well, it sounds like that was a call, you get to the soul. Calling. Mm -hmm. That was a true calling, yeah. obviously kind of moving in that direction. That's amazing. Mm -hmm. So kind of talking about the coaching aspect of it, what's your philosophy mm -hmm. when you're actually coaching the clients? To run towards what they want 
as opposed to what they don't want. Right. And that's, you know, to be not only successful in what they do, but, but fulfilled and happy. Right. It's about falling in love with the journey of it all. And when they're operating from a place of five or six on a scale of one to 10 fulfillment level, then we're not able to get, that's not the best version of them. You know, I'll give, I give this example of one of my clients who started working with, she's a mom, she's transitioning careers from finance into teaching and coaching. And, um, you know, I, I, wife, I asked her, I said, so on a scale of one to 10, what is your level of fulfillment right now? How full is your cup? And she was like a five. And I said, well, on that, so how much of you are your kids getting? And it was like, oh, like, I get it. I see that. Like now I, I'm not the best mother I could possibly be. And so what are the things that we can implement into your life in order to not only just do this journey, but really enjoy and fall in love with this journey that you're on? right? To wake up every day and go, I love what I'm doing. I, 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 I'm now in service as opposed to just getting by, you know, and that's, that's in that year long, if I'm working with a client one-on-one and I'm working with them for a year, we, we put, we project a year in a, a year ahead. We go, what is it you want your life to be? What is it? How can we really make this your dream life? And then we start to get to work and we start to create these new habits and put up these blocks where we don't need these, this old patterning isn't working anymore. So that's, that's kind of the, the gist of it is, is really fine tuning how they do things. That's interesting. Yeah, actually, I have a friend that's kind of going through a similar kind of process right now where she's she's kind of struggling. And I, you know, I, I've, I've heard very recently, you know, and I use this, actually, I use that phrase about um, if you're putting those things out there that you don't want, that's, what's going to come at you. And I keep reminding myself of that. I keep reminding her of that. And just, I'm like, just stay focused, stay focused. We got this. Yeah. Yeah. The, what was the quote? It was, if you put as much energy into your dreams as you do your fears, then, you know, manifestation starts to happen when you put as much energy into your dreams as you do your fears. Mm -hmm. So that's the focus. Mm -hmm. So kind of diving a little bit deeper into um, your coaching practice. So, or the Mm -hmm. offering that you have. So what actually is conscious performance coaching then? Just, just being really aware of where, of how you're doing it. Mm -hmm. So for example, like if I was in the olden days training somebody to do a race, mm-hmm. it would be just about getting past the finish line. Here's all the things you need to do in order to just get past the finish line. Mm-hmm. The consciousness comes into play of let's be present and let's keep connecting to the why. What is this going to give you? It's more than just crossing the finish line. It's more than just getting to the top of this mountain that you're climbing. It's being okay with 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 moving, not not knowing the exact direction you're going up, but as long as you're in action, as long as you're doing the things that need to get done, the, the, the right path will present itself to you, right? It's, it's being fully engaged and present every single day and aware of, of how you are and, and how you're making your decisions. Okay. So. I like that. It's a good, it's a good thing to live by. Um, mm-hmm. So thinking about, um, I usually ask this, I had to rephrase this question a little bit um, over the past several recordings that I've done. Um, You know, with the pandemic, a lot of us had to really shift 
um, and pivot. And, and it also kind of created some kind of ener- like spark in some folks that maybe they were able to jump into a new career because maybe the old one uh, was no longer available to them. So what do you feel was the most valuable lesson from over the last year, particularly during the pandemic and maybe even going now into to now into the present? You know, I think is this I think the pandemic has brought, um, you know, there's of course, there's a lot of sadness that came out of it and people get sick and losing their lives. But if we look at the real the real gift of it is that this this pandemic and all of us getting sent to our rooms so to speak mm-hmm. it wasn't about anything that 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 covid gave us it was what we already had mm-hmm. we already had all of these things and what what this did was just magnify everything that we weren't dealing with right so mm-hmm. uh, for me it was like looking at at okay slow down like I, I, my coach, you know, years ago was like, you need to slow down a little bit, right. To really start to get into more of your creative zone. Yeah. So what this, <laughs> yeah. I've heard that one me, too. Yeah. Yeah. And so what it did for me was really slow me down to the point where the pendulum swung in the exact opposite direction. Like one of my limiting beliefs was if I slow down, I'm going to lose everything. Mm-hmm. Right. Coming from a place of needing to do more, 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 take on more. And guess what? That didn't happen. It, it actually connected me to myself more. It, it allowed me to really get into my creativity, um, to, to be more of a student, to do things in a different way that I didn't think was possible. You know, I was on the road all day, every day in front of two to 400 people a week. And then I went to my screen, <laughs> you know, we had to transition. So I think the, the, the short answer is trusting that life is happening for you and that everything is unfolding in the just right ways in the just right times. And it's always worked out in the past for me and it always will. So start to enjoy the process of this more instead of worrying about a future that isn't here yet. You know, start focusing yeah. on where you're going and accept what you have and appreciate where you have right now. My wife and I were just talking about that in the car. She said, you know, it was about just being more present and really going into the gratitude of what we are or what we have and who we are as individuals. Right. And, and acknowledging that. Yeah. And it's a perfect time of year for that because we're recording this right before a holiday week and, That's right. you know, where we spend the most time focusing on gratitude. And yeah, what I was, when we knew, when you said that slowing down, um, that's another thing I've been hearing, slowing down to speed up. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah, finding those things to kind of bring you down a couple notches that were really in essence, actually kind of make your forward progress happen a little faster. So, right. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Awesome. It's a hard one to, to, it to, is unless you're in it, it's a hard one to, to, <laughs> to talk, to, to explain until people are actually in it. Oh yes, really, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you very much for for spending your time here today for your energy. Um, I appreciate you. Um, and yeah, they have a great rest of your day. Oh, great. Oh, that was quick and to the yeah, point. Yeah. I quick so, and to the okay. point. Yeah. Really short, just a really short to the point and mindful, uh, interview. So thanks again for being here. I appreciate you. Okay. Thanks so much. All right. All right, Laura. Bye-bye.
right. Thank you once again for joining me on this all new episode. So I hope you enjoyed the conversation with Chris. As always, don't forget to share, review, and subscribe. Be well, my friends.